guys, it's Madeline here. And in today's Keto Bite, we'll be talking briefly about salt. This is a topic for a full, long episode, but I know many of you have been wondering about salt, if you should be having it, um, how much you should be having, and what type of salt. And this is such a common topic in the keto world because you can easily get dehydrated doing a keto diet, and salt can either make you more dehydrated or it can make you less dehydrated. So for today, you should leave this episode knowing pretty well what kind of salt you should be having and if you're a person who should be having salt and if the type of salt you have is working for you or not. Now, most types of salt that are out there, even really nice ones from the co-op or from Whole Foods or from an expensive store, are usually going to be the kind of salt that don't work that well for your body and end up leaving you looking puffy and feeling sluggish and feeling dehydrated and low energy and having trouble with ketosis. It's very easy to get dehydrated while doing a keto diet, especially if you are a person who is used to eating all kinds of packaged foods that were like loaded with salt before and now you're making all of your own food. It's just a shift for your body. So let's take a moment to visualize what your cells look like. And we're looking at just any cells in your body. You've got cells and then you've got all the space around the cells. That's called extracellular fluid, all of the water that's not your cell. And then what's the water inside of your cell is called intracellular fluid. So you have extracellular fluid and intracellular fluid. And when you get those fluids measured in a bioimpedance analysis or some other type of measurement, you can actually see how much water is inside your cells compared to how much water is outside of your cells. And there's a ratio. Most people that I measure in a body impedance analysis are about 50-50. 50% water inside the cell, 50% water outside of the cell, and that is not ideal. That is a sign that their cells are very dehydrated. And then if their cells are dehydrated, their cells just can't work as well. And if your cells don't work that well, then nothing else works very well in your body. Where you would want to be is about 55 to 60% water inside of your cells and maybe 40% water outside of your cells. 60% inside and 40% outside is stellar. That would be ideal. That would be something to strive for. Most people struggle to get that far, but you can make improvements by just switching your salt, and it's very, very simple. If you're eating regular table salt, so that would be like that cheap white salt that a lot of people have at home, or salt that you would get in restaurants or salt that you would get in packaged foods or prepared foods. That type of salt is mainly made up of sodium and chloride. And sodium and chloride are not bad minerals. They are supposed to be in salt and your body does want them. But when you only consume sodium and chloride in a huge quantity like that and you don't have the rest of the 90 minerals with it, then your cells seize that salt as a toxin. And when your cells see a toxin, they try their hardest to keep the toxin out of the cell. So that means you're stuffing that water and those that salt into your extracellular fluid. 
And when you have a high percentage of extracellular fluid, you are going to look and feel puffy. When you press on your body with your hands, it will feel squishier and puffier, and you're going to feel more sluggish, and you're going to feel more thirsty all of the time, and you won't be able to exercise as well. You also might end up being a really sweaty person. Like some people are excessively sweaty. That's usually a sign they have too much extracellular fluid. It's not the only sign though. Some people don't have that problem. So you would want to go for a salt that has all of the 90 minerals in it. And when you have all those 90 minerals, your cells can recognize that material and bring the water inside of the cells where the cells can become more hydrated and then you feel less puffy and you feel better. Something else to be aware of is any other kinds of additives or toxins that are included in the salt. So you have to be very careful because you could go out and get a very beautiful, expensive, wonderful, natural Himalayan salt that says that it includes all of the 90 minerals, or maybe it's a sea salt. And you buy that salt and you're thinking that you're getting something great, but then that sea salt likely has lots of pollution from the ocean in it. So we, we all know that our oceans are polluted and it's very sad and it's very devastating, but when you get salt from the oceans, if you aren't extremely careful, you're just bringing along the pollution and the heavy metals and the toxins with it. So the salt company will either leave all of those toxins in there and keep it very, you know, unprocessed, then you're consuming those toxins, or the company is going to clean the salt with bleach and harsh chemicals that could even be worse. So it's a toss-up. Do you want bleach and chemicals or do you want pollution that's kind of a mystery toxin? Neither one is going to work well for your body. And when you consume that type of salt, your cell is going to be really smart again and keep the salt and the water out of the cells. So now you're spending all this money and energy on finding great expensive Himalayan salt, but it still doesn't work for you. It still is keeping you puffy and dehydrated. Another problem with some types of salts is the way that the salt has been collected or mined. Many companies will use explosives in salt mines to retrieve the salt. So it still might be a really clean, healthy kind of salt that's free of chemicals, but if they've used explosives to gather the salt, then that actually kills or deadens the crystalline structure that's inside of the salt. If you look at an if you look at the salt under a microscope, you can see a little crystalline structure in each one. And you want that to be alive and thriving when you eat the salt because that's how your cells actually communicate with the salt and use it. If you use an explosive or you adulterate the salt in some type of way, then that crystalline structure dies and the cell sees that as a dead food and it doesn't really work well for your body. It doesn't really um, communicate with the cell in a way that would be ideal and then you still might not be getting the benefits of the salt. So you might be thinking that this is all doom and gloom and that there's just no right answer and we should all go on a low salt diet, which is definitely not what I'm saying. I do not recommend cutting way back on salt or eliminating it altogether. Your body needs salt for electrolytes and for hydration and for cellular energy. There is a brand called the Original Himalayan Crystal Salt 
that I highly recommend for everybody. I'll link to that brand of salt on the show notes so that you can easily find it. And this podcast and me, uh, we are not being paid by the original Himalayan crystal salt. So if you're thinking that this is an ad, it's not. I don't get any benefit. I just feel very passionately about this brand because they've been very transparent about what exactly is in their salt and how do they retrieve the salt from the earth. And you can go on their website and see pictures of the crystalline structure of their salt and you can read about um, how their whole company works. And it's a wonderful, wonderful company that gets salt from a dried up Himalayan sea. And it's important that I say that it's dried up because that sea dried up before all of this pollution and the problems with the oceans began. So the that dried up sea is actually quite clean. And then they have people that go and retrieve the salt by hand and gently crush it so that the crystalline structure stays intact. And they do test their salt so that they are sure that it's free of heavy metals and other kinds of chemicals. And their salt is also free of anti-caking agents and dyes and colors. So you'll see that some of the pieces are white and some are pink and there might even be some gray hints and tones to it. All of that is the real color of the salt. And then you'll also see in their fine salt, their fine granulated salt, that it does end up clumping up. And that's because it doesn't have any chemicals that keep it smooth or dry. So it's a good idea to just leave their salts as they are and don't try to change them so that they don't clump. Like don't add rice or pieces of bread to the salt like some people do to keep it really smooth. That will actually dehydrate the salt crystals and make it so that they don't have that crystalline structure in there. But I just highly recommend that you all get on there and start using Himalayan salt from that brand and use it in abundance. Like use as much as you like so that your food tastes really, really good to you and you're not holding back. And if you notice that you switch your salt in one day and you completely cut out any of that other kind of salt and only use a real, true, healthy Himalayan crystal salt, you'll notice that you lose about two or three or four or maybe five pounds overnight. And what that is, is a bunch of extracellular fluid that you start to flush out and pee out and all of a sudden you get less puffy. And if that doesn't happen for you, it's probably because you either didn't get the right kind of salt, maybe you went with a different brand that really isn't working for you, or you actually did eat some of that other kind of salt without realizing it, like in some condiments or some packaged foods, and you didn't realize that you were still getting that in. When you only consume actual true healthy salt that doesn't have additives, your body loves that and it just flushes out a bunch of extracellular fluid. You can also make a solution called Soleil, which you can read about on the original Himalayan Crystal Salt website. And um, Soleil is a little beverage that you have every single morning. It's a special solution of Himalayan salt that you drink first thing in the morning. And I know a lot of people who have Soleil every day and they swear by it and they say that it makes them way less puffy and way more energized in their day. Some people feel like they can get off coffee when they start drinking Soleil. 
Um, for me, it's not that powerful, but for some people it really is. Other people say it stops them from being excessively sweaty. Other people say that it helps with their joints and it actually helps their body to feel better and feel like it can move a little bit smoother throughout the day. And if you don't make soleil, you can also just experiment with sprinkling some of the Himalayan salt in your water in the morning or any time throughout the day that you're feeling sluggish or tired or extra thirsty. And when you pair your water with some real true Himalayan salt, you are allowing your cells to suck in that water and get fully hydrated. It's also a good idea to drink lots and lots of plain water throughout the day, but it may not help you with hydration. Drinking plain water can help you with some kidney detox and to just flush through your intestines, which is a great thing, but it's not necessarily hydrating for your body. There might be other brands and other types of Himalayan salt out there that are really healthy for you. And I'm not saying that this brand, the original Himalayan Crystal Salt, is the only brand that you should ever find. I just haven't found one that puts as much research and information and transparency out there as this brand. I have heard of people who say that they've traveled to places like Peru, where they've gone on tours in these salt mines where those salt mines do have all of those qualifications, but you have to actually go there to get the salt. Those companies are very, very small and local in those countries, and they don't just sell them all over the world and online. So definitely, you know, do your research and find other companies if that's appealing to you. But if you just want this to be easy and you want someone to just tell you what to use, then definitely use the original Himalayan crystal salt brand. But, you know, that's all for today. I hope this was helpful. I hope that adding a little bit of really good quality sea salt or Himalayan salt to your water helps you to feel more energized throughout the day, helps you with hydration and helps you with cravings. It can also help you to extend your intermittent fasts or to start to get off of excessive snacking. And um, I just wish you the best of luck. I'll talk to you in a couple of days with our full episode. And keep in mind, season one is almost over. We only have a couple of weeks left. This whole first season was all about the keto basics. And if you feel like you're still learning the basics and you're still new at this, feel free to go back to the beginning and start over as many times as it takes. The next season is going to have a little bit of more broad or a little bit more complicated topics that reach beyond the very basic level. Thank you so much for listening. Please share the show with your friends or your family or anybody who could benefit and rate and review the show in Apple Podcasts if that's where you're listening. Follow the podcast on Instagram and Facebook by searching Project Keto Podcast, all one word, and comment on some of the photos or write a post on Facebook or send me a message on Instagram and let me know how you're doing and what you want to learn on these episodes. I absolutely love you for listening and thank you for listening and I wish you the best of luck for the rest of the week.